everybody and welcome to today's episode of Setting the Tone, which is proudly brought to you by our sponsors, the Catan Ninja Academy. Today's episode is all about Matthew Lidwin of 6.6 and our interview with Matthew. So stick around because that interview is coming right next on today's show. Okay, so everyone, welcome to Matthew Lidwin of 616, aka Eden Boy. Welcome to Setting the Tone, Matthew. How are you doing? I'm doing actually pretty good. Um, yeah, Thanksgiving went really well, you know, you know, the same old, same old, but uh, everything's going really good. Um, the music is taking off. Um, Black Diamond, our latest hit, is really taken off and now I'm going to be working with um his name is Lil Xan. He's a rapper. And uh but he also you know sounds like like he's got a great sound to him. Like I fucking love him. And um I'll be doing that and then I just got another opportunity today to work with another rapper. By the way, people, don't think I'm going for rap. <laughs> he's he's still very much part of his love metal roots. He's just yeah, 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 yeah. It's all love metal, but yeah, I I don't want to, you know, you know, my roots are love metal, and that's how I do it. Awesome. Well, I'm gonna keep. I'm going to give the guys a little bit of an intro um, to 616 and then we'll crack into some questions, Matthew, because um, I'm well aware that some of the guys over here in the UK may and some of them may not have heard of 616. So um, hailing from Milwaukee uh, in Wisconsin, 616 was born in 2018 um, and was, the you know, your vision. Um, you were the sole creator at the time um, because it was, you know, you shared a love for love metal. We you know the, the, the great... Love metal band him from Finland um, was heavily inspired by that. Um, so we currently have yourself doing vocals, lyrics, guitar, bass, drums, keys, and synth. That's a lot of work there, dude. <laughs> and then we have uh, Brady um, Hin uh, on drums. Who, if you haven't checked out some of his videos, guys, I strongly recommend. This guy is insanely talented. He blew me away. Um, to date, six one six already worked with artists such as Bam Margera, which is a major coup. Uh, Gas Lipstick, who used to be the drummer in him, and there's now the drummer in Flat Earth. Um, now, after dealing with the legendary, um, sorry, you're now dealing with the legendary Cleopatra Records, which is awesome news. And you've also um, been able to work with the legendary John Fire, who um, worked on him's Razorblade Romance record back in 2000. So, you guys, uh, you've built something. You know, you're building something really awesome at the moment. How does how does that feel? It, 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 it's pretty crazy to me because it, it, I think it was less than two years ago I reached out to John Fryer and I was like, here's what I want to do, you know, this is, you know, I, I had a game plan and mm -hmm. before I knew it, you know, like, you know, I worked with Bad Margera before, you know, and whatnot, you know, like with Dance with the Devils. Okay. You know, and um, I couldn't believe it when Gas was on the phone with me, and I was talking to also Linda from the band Him on the phone with me, and I was just like, "What? <laughs> this is crazy! Like, I need to stand outside, you know, the shows, you know, like t twelve hours before they went on." <laughs> you know, and now I'm working with the guys, and you know. It, it, it's I'm not working with Linda, but I am working with Gas. But um, it's just super cool, man, because it's like when you want something, go get it. You know, great. Like, like the dreams can come alive if you make them come alive. Yeah, I 100% agree with that. I think that if somebody wants something in this life, um, go and get it. Don't let anyone say no to you. You know, the only person that's going to stop you is you. You will stop yourself. Um, I just want to touch on the fact that you guys have been hard at work. So I've got that you've got uh, the current singles, One Way to Love, 
uh, Dance with the Devils featuring Barmajo. You've also just put out recently the uh, the first EP, Hellfire Tapes, Volume 1. And also there's a, a, a new single called Black Diamond, which is absolutely awesome. How have you found kind of like the writing and recording process to each of those, um, if you like, bits, those tracks, those that material? Have you done it slightly differently or have you just used the same approach to what you've done? The Hellfire Tapes, Volume 1, those are some of the older tracks. Okay. That I never put out. So, and those were recorded by CKY's producer, um, Chad I. Ginsburg. So, I did those back in, I think it was like 2015 or something like that. Okay. Okay, yeah. And I, I wanted to give people something that, that wasn't the normal 616 that, you know, I needed to put out music. Mm hmm. And um, it's really hard to make music, well, make money off of music now. I 100% agree with you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it's fucking hard, man. And um, now I got a you know, few more songs that I'm going to put out that are a little bit older. Black Diamond was recorded in 2018. I think, I, I think, uh, but, um, no, that, that one's, that one's a golden one, and, uh, there's a music video for it, and all that stuff, but, um, it won't be coming out. Okay, well, is that something that maybe come out in the, in the future, is that something that you guys are just, you just are not happy to do at the moment? Um, Well, the band right now is just me and Brady. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, our bassist, you know, had a falling out type deal. I was going to question that. Um, so thank you for bringing that up. So, Because uh, you guys did have, you you almost like a four-piece band at one stage, weren't you? It was almost a complete puzzle, if you like, to, to the 616 project. So... Was it just a, you know, a, a difference of uh, opinion there? You guys, guys didn't just kind of see eye to eye and it was, you know, better just to say goodbye and part ways as, as mutual friends, so to speak? Uh, well, since I, you know, write 95% of the music, it, it was more on the lines of like, oh, fuck you type this, you know, fuck you that, fuck mm -hmm. you, you know. Yeah, I'll be blunt about it. Like, I don't have no problem, you know, being blunt. But, um, but, um, nah, it, it sucks to lose some of the people that you work with, you know, mm -hmm. over, over the years. And, um, it was one of my dear friends. And, um, that really hurt me when, uh, me and him went at it. But uh, but on a positive note, it also got us out of the fucking same bullshit. It also got us, you know. Okay, he's doing his cover band or whatever with like some Led Zeppelin cover band. I I, I don't know exactly what he's doing. Yeah, but um, it got me pushing me and Brady to the tops. You know, so it actually helped. Yeah, it's quite it's kind of weird how music works out like that. So unfortunately, you know, these guys couldn't continue as part of the project. But like you say, they've been cut loose, and you and uh, you and Brady have gone off. And you know, from what I'm seeing from here in the UK, it's you guys are just full out. You know, constantly head down, working really hard, hustling every day. Um, so you know, I can only commend you and say well done for the work you're putting in. You, I said to you the other day that. You know, if you want to reach that goal, unfortunately, the hard work can go in now, and then hopefully later down the line you can um, reap the reward, so to speak. You know, you can enjoy the the work you pull in. So, exactly, reap the you know reap the rewards, and um, you know exactly how you fucking put it. Exactly. Sorry about the swearing, guys. Hey, it's cool. It's it's fine. We'll um, what we'll do is when I come to mix it, I'll put like a warning label on the end. So it's fine. It's just it. 
me and you are very excited to, to be doing this. Um, it's been in the pipeline for some time, so it's fine. Um, I'm, I can only apologise to my listeners if they're offended. Um, so that's fine. I, I just wanna, I'm going to get a little bit personal here. So I know you've been you've mentioned we've mentioned BAM and we've mentioned gas. How did the connection with BAM come about? Because that that guy is. So I've met him once. Um, he came to play a show here in the UK in a town which is about 20, 30 minutes drive from my hometown. And he came to play that show because he was on tour over here in the UK. And the guy that put him on it is a friend of his called Roddy Stone, who was in Viking Skull. And, um, oh, Viking Skull, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah they, 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 they're, they're from a town called Corby, oh, which, okay. which is like kind of like the next town over. Um, but Bam's, Bam's, like, for me a hero like an absolute legend so and he's very good with all aspects whether it be making jewelry merchandise um his skate stuff his music stuff so how did how did you get to know bam how did bam come on board for 616 well i was in high school and i think i was like 17 or i think i was turning 18 i said fuck you that's what I said, and uh, I only had two more credits to use, you know, uh, well, two more credits to get, mm-hmm. to um, graduate high school, and uh, I was just like, fuck you, I'm going to finish my own, and I'm going to fly out to Pennsylvania, and I'm going to go get my music heard by Bam Marger, and I did it. How did, how did you say, so you got on the plane, you've gone over to Pennsylvania where BAM is, is based. Did you just go knocking on Castle BAM yeah. saying, hey? No, no, it's all filmed. It's yeah. all, oh, okay. Yeah, it's all filmed. Yeah, I was 18 at the time, and um, I think eight, 17 or 18, I can't really remember, but uh, no, but I filmed it all, and um, my butt, all my friends thought I was crazy, and just made fun of me for, you know, trying to do something, you know, like that was bonkers. And, uh, I basically rolled up to, this is how it happened. I rolled up to April and Bill Margera's house. Bam was out of town. Okay. And, mm-hmm. uh, I think I dropped off like 20 CDs or and 20 shirts or something like that. Like whatever I could pack my bags with, basically. I didn't care about buying clothes. <laughs> and and um, no, I, um, the person who answered the door was Bam Bam Boots. And me and Boots, like me and her, like she's like my mom. Like, she lived with me for, like, two months. Like, and I lived with her for, I think, eight months or something like that. So, and that's Bam Bam, and that's, and that's Don Vito's sister, and all, you know, all that stuff. But, um, yeah, it's, it's been super cool, but, um, so Bam ended up here in my, you know, you know, how can I put it? It, it was only like six songs at the time. Mm-hmm. So he he ended up hearing that and uh, he ended up loving it. And uh, Boop was playing me on Radio Bam. I was on Sirius, you know, radio and all that stuff. And uh, it was just unbelievable to me at the time when I first heard myself on serious, you know, XM radio, I was like, holy shit, man, like, like, this is fucking insane, you know, and, um, now I, still, to this day, like, um, I was just over at his house, uh, at Bam's, I think, three, two, three weeks ago, and, uh, I gave him this picture of me and him. Shit's still hanging on the wall. And I'm like, dude, you never took it down, you know, like, he's like, nah, that's because I love you. And it's just like, you know, it warmed my heart because I look up to him as a skateboarder, you know, as an artist, 
as a musician. Uh, he, I could keep going on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but yeah, he's a, he's just an all around really nice person. Um, you know, and unfortunately, Bam, as we all know, he's faced a lot of a lot of challenges in his life, and he's had to overcome them. And I think one of the best things that's happened to him is um, the birth of his boy, Phoenix. I think that's really been probably the thing that saved him. Because if I'm honest, I was really worried for Bam for a long time. I, I was and, really worried for Bam too, and uh, I think Phoenix. Yeah, and you know, anytime I hang out with Phoenix and fucking run around the yard or whatever we may do, you know, like it, like he's got Bam's eyes, man. He has. I agree. Yeah. I, yeah. He's got Bam's eyes, and uh, I'm just like, fuck, man, is this going to be the kid who, you know, maybe at 14 or something like that, you know, wakes up one day and listens to the band 616 and goes, this is my new favorite band, you know? Could be. You never know, and that, and that's and that's the beauty, isn't it? I think... Um... He will certainly grew up with a lot of of his dad's influences, whether that be bands like him or CKY or uh, you know, six yeah, The list yeah. goes on. It goes on. Yeah, yeah. And we're and we're trying to get like um, my buddy who works over in England. You know how we're doing the England tour and the you know. I I I do. I'm looking forward to. T- we're going to talk about that shortly because I'm really looking forward to it. I think it's going to be. Some exciting news for the uh, for the listeners to hear about that shortly, definitely. Um, so I'm looking forward to touching on that. Yeah. So, uh, well, the booker, I won't mention his name. The reason why I won't mention his name is because I don't want him getting blown up. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yo, Johnny McKee. Uh, do you know what i'm gonna be really honest with you before you said i'm not gonna mention his name i knew who it was because um he reached out to me the other day about actually booking 616 and um and i said i'm sorry i'm not i'm not gonna be booking anything for a while because i'm focusing on my show Um, and he was asking could i help and i said i know exactly who you were on about (laughs) Uh, never mind the name's out there now never mind (laughs) He would appreciate the shout out. No, yeah, of course. Johnny McKee is an awesome dude. He he he's such a sweetheart and he's, you know, doing the best he possibly can. And he's just like, Yeah, dude man in around October, November and December we will be hitting the road over in Europe. Okay. In in the and the UK. Awesome. Let's let's talk about that because obviously it's very exciting news for yourself because you've um I don't know if you've been over to you haven't certainly toured Europe but I don't know if you've been to Europe on like a I, vacation. I, I've never actually been to Europe. Okay, so how how are you guys looking forward to that? Because at the moment it's just going to be yourself and Grady. Um, there may be some more members later um, on. Yeah, it's going to be more like hired in guys type deal. That's fine. That's not a problem. What's yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Brady are basically, you know, like, how can I put it? Running the show, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, that's fine. Um, I think, it, to be honest with you, at the moment, it probably works better because you two can trust each other. You know what's happening, and you've got that mutual trust there for the band. What um, what are you looking? What kind of things are you looking to do when you come over to Europe? Like, is there any sort of places that you're looking forward to seeing, or what sort of reaction are you expecting from the fans? Uh, well, he, you know, like, him has been, like, they were so big over in Europe. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. Philip Bowel couldn't even fucking walk around because of all the girls. And stuff. <laughs> I, will, um, I will share some stories on that in a minute for you about that. I can, um, I've got some stories on my own in regards to that. But you are right. They were absolutely massive now. Him, I don't know if you know, I'm sure you do, but initially him started obviously in their home country and then they started to make it in Germany. 
when they came over to the UK in their early days, they didn't do too well. It took... Yeah, 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 yeah. Our, our second fucking biggest fucking goddamn country is Germany. Yeah, it's nuts. It's absolutely nuts. Have you got... Um, do you know how many dates you've got in each country at the moment, or...? Uh, that... no, not until, you know, Johnny McKee starts, you know, booking and all that stuff, you know. It's going to be a slow process because of all the corona stuff. Yeah, it's a bit of a pain, that is it, at the moment. It's certainly um, uh, dude, not helpful. Uh, dude, if it was me right now, I, I would have been on the road, like, fuck, six months ago. <laughs> Acoustic guitar on your back, and, you, you, you know, you're, you're going around Europe doing it. But, um... No, I actually wanted to do the first tour in the United States. And, um... You know, Donald Trump and all that stuff. I don't even want to get into politics about it. But um, it's been a rough time because no, uh, nobody in the music industry is making any money. No, like, no. We're, we're all sitting here and we're all just like, shit, that was our job. You know, this is our job. And I, I feel so bad for like the big timers. Like, let's say Aerosmith or, you know, Guns N' Roses or what, whatever it may be. CKY. Um, you know, it sucks. And I'm like sitting here and I'm just like, sometimes I question myself. I'm like, do I keep System of Six going or do I shut it down until everything's right? But mm-hmm. now... My ass is all fucking buying goddamn fucking new microphones and shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's fine. I think no, I totally agree with you about um, the industry. You know, it's it's the same picture over here in Europe, especially in the UK. Um, you know, we've got small shows, and I mean very small shows that are socially distanced. But um, it's the same for everyone, unfortunately. So that's fine. We will look forward to seeing 616 over here in the in Europe later next year, all being well. And I'm sure Johnny will get those dates booked in. But you, you're absolutely right. You know, just going back to him, that they were the, the main catalyst for sort of, you know, breaking the, the boundaries of love, love metal. You know, when they, when they came, when they come over to the UK, the last tour, um, Villa Valor had to get a different hotel to the one that he normally stayed in, in a city called Nottingham because people knew where he was. Um, you know, girls were throwing stones at his window. So um, hopefully, for you, that doesn't happen. You, you know, you're able to get some sleep and <laughs> and rest for your next gig. But um, I, I can't wait. I honestly can't wait to see you guys over here. Um, I've loved what I've heard. And, and for me, it's been nice because, unfortunately, ha- not having him anymore to listen to, 616 has been a lovely um, transition, if you like, going from one band to another. So... I thank you for that, and I can't wait to hear more and see what's going to happen. Yeah, um, and, uh, let's give a little surprise here. Okay? Okay, so, I, you know, I'm coming out with a record called Head Over Evil Heels by 616. I have almost 12 songs ready to rock okay and uh, so has that been recorded and a mix or is it just that's the last uh, yeah uh, it, it's been recorded uh by a producer his name is um eric lebrock okay and uh you know I, i'm obviously gonna have it you know mastered by the golden god fucking you know, and legendary, you know, John Pryor. So, um, yeah, that's going to go down. Um, and then I'm already starting to work on the next record. But I, can, I, I won't release the name of it yet. <laughs> no, yeah, we've got, got to keep some surprises. Keep the fans guessing. Um, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's really good to hear that, obviously, Head Over um, Eels is... That's that's almost ready to come out, and hopefully that'll be ready to come out in time for when you tour. So you've got you've got the album there to support that. So no, in Cleopatra Records, I mean Kyle and Brian Ferreira are the nicest people 
And, you know, they run fucking Cleopatra. And it's so awesome. I never thought in a million years, because I remember when I was like 14, I was buying uh, 69 Eyes records and seeing the Cleopatra, uh, yeah, fucking little logo on the side, you know? And I was always just like, oh, man, so cool, fucking badass. And uh, now I'm on the record label. And it's like, what? <laughs> it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was going to ask, how does that feel? But I think you've just summed it up in one word. The word is insane. Yeah, um, it is insane, man. Because, uh, you know, and like, and it's so awesome to be such dear friends with Kyle. Because Kyle he's pushing me the more and more and more I do Kyle's there and it's, it's awesome. And then, you know, you know, Brian's Brian Pereira, he, he's, he's the big pop, you know, of, of, you know, Cleopatra, but, uh, it's just so fucking cool because I never thought I'd, get to this point, you know, I come from a small town called Greenfield, Wisconsin, and, uh, you know, I'm doing interviews, I'm, everything, you know, it's crazy. I think it comes back to what we said earlier, that if you want something in life, anybody, if anybody's got a goal out there and they've got this dream, don't, don't be afraid to do it, and that's exactly what you've done, you know, you've had this goal, um, and you've gone out there and you've grabbed it. You know, six point six has only been going a, a couple, a few years, and you've already, you know, achieved so much with that project. So it's it hats off to you, then, Matthew. You know, you've done really well, um, and and you're Thank right. You. Clear. No, not a problem. And you and you're right. Cleopatra Records is a phenomenal label. Um, I myself have got a few albums from six um, sixty nine eyes. Um, you know, a, another legendary Finnish band um I think one of the longest Finnish rock bands in history I think they've been going on like 30 odd years um which is insane in itself so yeah hopefully those guys keep pushing you onto you know the next thing and the you know just keep developing you as a as a, a getting a better and better artist um that's gonna be good are, are those guys planning to come with you on on the European tour or are they you know just happy to watch you from a distance I don't know, man. I'm fucking... Every fucking night's gonna be a different night. Like, you know... Um, hopefully, uh... More ladies than dudes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, definitely, definitely. That's like, where, where are you looking forward to... When you come over, whereabouts are you looking forward to seeing is Like, I know you've got... There's talk of Manchester... And I'm hope I think London is ready. Um, are you, if obviously you're looking for, you must be looking forward to London because it's a very historic city. Yeah, so- yeah, yeah. London is huge on our list. Is it out there? Uh, what in terms of the music scene, London's very vibrant for music. Um, the UK as a as a country loves its music. It loves many different genres, many different artists. Um, so like. The, the best place for in London for rock music is a place called Camden because Camden's very alternative. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I've heard of Camden. You know, one day I was, you know, just, you know, obviously we've got a mutual love for him. One day I was walking around Camden and I bumped into Lindy as they were touring um, because he got up early one morning. So, you know, he was enjoying the sights and, the, you know, the different smells of the food. And so, look, that's really good. It's got a lot of awesome pubs and bars if you like um so look, yeah i think you would like london um i'm not sure where else obviously you've got planned but um uh, well, well yeah well johnny mckee asshole yeah <laughs> 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 no, I mean, i'm just joking johnny <laughs> but, uh, you know yeah i always have a special 
a little bit sarcastic, you know, but still. Uh, <laughs> no, but, but um, nah, nah, Johnny, yeah, yeah, he's cooking up the, you know, the fucking bus and, you know, the trailer and all that stuff, and I can't wait to, like, I've never been on the tour. My sister has, but, um, I'm ready to rock and roll, dude. We're ready, like I said, we're ready to have get the 616 guys over and ready to see what they do. So that's next year. Obviously, we've got potential album next year. We've got the tour next year. 2021 is going to be a very big year for 616. Is there anything else that you've got in the pipeline for next year? Is, is it just the focusing on getting the tour books and I obviously getting the album? Two albums next year. Two Okay. Well, are they going to be... Is one going to be completely different to the other, maybe, or are they going to be both kind of the same sort of styles to what we've what we know at the moment? Well, what, what you know at the moment, it's it's your basic, you know, you know, love metal album. But next album, me and uh, Brady Hearn, uh, we decide. Well, we decided that. Uh, we're going to produce it ourselves and, you know, let, let people, like, we, we really, Brady's a really good producer. And, um, I want to just do it on our own and save a couple bucks. And, uh, by the way, the things he's producing and, you know, the way things are sounding, it's, he's blown my mind, he, he, he's such a, a talented person, and talented drummer, and talented, all around, and his dad, like, seriously, when I say this, great guitarist, he reminds me of Jimi Hendrix, but more rock and roll, I don't know how, how I can say that, you know, but, um, other than that, um, I already have the name, you know, for a couple songs that I've written, you know, for the next album, mm-hmm. and I already have the name for the album, but, I, like I said, I can't give it out right now. No, that's, that's fine, that's not a problem, like I said, we've got to keep secrets, secrets, um, now you've yeah. mentioned... You've mentioned that obviously you're going to go to the, you know, the God of Gods, John Fryer. Um, it'd be wrong of me not to ask how how have you got to know John Fryer? He's such a, a legendary producer um, and very 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 yeah, good. Yeah, he did the Pest Mode. He did so many good records. He did Cradle of Filth. He did Hymns Raisably Romance. It, like the guy's a legend, and um, I just ended. Like, I don't want to give my secrets away. <laughs> you know? No, that's fine. That's not a problem. That's fine. You know, like, like, if I give the secrets away, you know? And he also did Lacrimus for Fonderway. And um, if I were to give my secrets away, then everybody would be jumping on me. So. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. So, obviously, we know John's done... So many different albums, and obviously he did raise a very good match. What about Tim Palmer? Now, Tim Palmer, as you know, did Dark Light. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Tim Palmer did Dark Light, yeah. Would you would would you be welcome? Obviously, not would you be welcoming, but ha- would you approach Tim? Would would Tim be willing I to... I talked to him. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, yeah. I already talked to him, and, uh, you know, Flat Earth, um, they just uh, worked with Tim Palmer. They have indeed. They did. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I was just like, you know, like if I come out that, you know, out to Texas or where, you know, I, I think it's Texas. I believe he is based in Texas. I was like, you know, is it cool if I, you know, you know, come out there and do a song with you and blah, blah. He was just like, nah, like I don't need. He only mixes. He doesn't record. Okay. But, uh, 
Yeah, something bad happened to John, and uh, it really made me sad. Yeah, I, I know what you're referring to. I saw um, I saw the news on John's Facebook, on his social media, and um, I reached out to him and asked if he's okay. And he's he's doing as well as can be. He's he's recovering as as best he can. So my thoughts go out to John. I hope John, you're you're well and safe. So shout out to yourself at the moment. Yeah, but John is one of my dear friends, and like I can call him and. Usually I always get the, uh, how can I put it? Uh, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> what, are you, what are you doing calling me? I've already spoken to you. Is that the, is that the reaction he gives to you? <laughs> like, you've, you've called me five times this week, Matt. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, 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 sometimes he, yeah, he turns me off. And he's just like, yeah, fuck you, Matt. Like. Come on, man. You know, it, it makes me laugh. It does make him laugh. It fucking pisses him off. But <laughs> <laughs> that's, but, that's uh, no, John is one of the nicest people you will ever meet. And uh, I can't wait to go to California and uh, sit down, eat some sushi with him and his wife. His wife is a very nice person, and uh, I, I, I can't wait to do that. You know, that's a dream of mine. I never thought I'd be working with the producer of uh, M's Razor Blade Roman. Yeah, in, like we said already, very talented guy. Did you, um, I think you know this, but did you know that album was made here in the UK in a, in a country called Wales? They also wrote in the book at at the studio. They did. It was um, at a studio called Rockfield Studios. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rockfield. Yeah. It's like um, the best way to describe it is it's like like a little farmhouse that's been converted into studios. So when you come over to the UK, uh, get that bus, get that bus taking a tour over that way. <laughs> uh, go and pay it a visit. Yeah, um, Ozzy Osbourne also recorded there. He did many, many. There's so many. So many artists, so many great, great artists that have recorded there. Um, I'm going to ask you one question. I think I know the answer to this, but I just want to get this answer so that your fans don't know this. If you had to choose between a person that's alive or dead, it doesn't matter. You can have one or you can have one of each, or you can have one. Who would you like to record with, and why? John Fryer. The reason why is because he is a legend. Like, there's nothing bad I can say about John Fryer and he put a lot of time into me and even before I was starting like you know like there's videos and stuff of six like me talking about 616 uh, he put a lot of faith in me nah, John has always just uh, not only as a producer, but he's always been a dear friend. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to work with anybody else. And it'd be a dream for, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, I'd fuck with John Fryer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good. So what if, uh, what if Mr. Vallow came up and said, Matthew, we would like to record a song, would you? What would you, would you would you just die with excitement, or would you just you know be like an excited puppy clawing at the door there, waiting to get that recorded? Well, I met Bill Val once, and it was really weird because it, it was me and Booth Margera, mm -hmm. and um, it was here in Kenosha, Wisconsin, and uh, I never got a picture, never because I was like too shy to, to even want a picture. And, uh, no, Villaval was the nicest guy you could ever possibly imagine. You know? And, uh, Villaval came to me and wanted to record a song, and I, you know how it's almost like your biggest idols 
you don't want to work with them because you love them that much, and if you do that, then it's it's like, well, where do I go next? I can understand that. Yeah, I can understand. Like you're saying that you've you've kind of reached the top there. Where where next do you go? Would you be? Do you reckon you'd be scared of like not being um, to the same level of of greatness? Would you be like afraid of making a mistake there? I would be fucking terrified if I'm working with Bill Bell. <laughs> you know, you, like, the guy's phenomenal. Yeah, he, he uh, is. You know, and uh, everything that he's done and put out is absolutely fucking amazing. Uh, like, there's not one song that I can say from the bottom of my heart that I can say fucking... I don't like that song that Bill Val did. You know, you know, Bill Val put out every single song I like to sing. It's weird. I, I, I still think his best album was Raise a Blade Romance. And I think he did that at what age? 21, 22? I, I, yeah, I believe so. He was in his early 20s. Um, I don't disagree with what you've just said. I, you know, if I'm honest, my least, fa- I was thinking about this the other day, my least favourite album of, of hymns was, unfortunately, Deep Shadows and Minute Highlights. Um, it's a good album, but it's just not as good as, say, Love Metal or Razor Blade Romance, and certainly not as good as Tears on Tape. But um, the guy is just a, an absolute amazing artist and an amazing musician. I've, I've got nothing but love for him. Um which which leads me on nicely because obviously how did what made you want to go down the love metal path? You could have chose eighties thrash like Metallica. You could have chose Motley Crue. You could have chose pop punk. You could have chose punk. What what kind of inspired you to go down a love metal route there, Matt? Well, well, you know, I I've realized something. He's into the Misfits. He's into Iggy Pop and the Stooges. He's mm-hmm. in, he's into all the you know great bands that made it, you know, and I hear a lot of that influence, but he changed it up, and he made it his own, and I I give him 110% credit, you know, for doing that, mm-hmm. you know, like, I'm just trying to keep the torch alive here, you know, w- when it comes to love map, but no one will ever be fucking Bill <laughs> No, I'd agree with you. I think that what you're doing is fantastic and hopefully more more people can follow. And, and you're right. It's not necessarily about trying to beat what he did because you're not going to, but just trying to keep that flame burning and, and keep that love metal torch. I, I firmly believe that one day that him will come back. I, I really believe that in my heart. Um, in the meantime, he put out his uh, three track um, I, I, I call it an EP others call it a single but he put out Gothica um... yeah yeah and, and dude those songs are fucking amazing oh do you know it's, it's strange it's strange we talk about this because a friend of mine when that when he put those out a friend of mine called me saying is that Lindy on guitar and I was like I don't think so so I said look I know what I'm going to do I'm going to reach out to Tim Palmer and I asked Tim I said Tim I said I've got to ask you these tracks, I said, they sound like him tracks, which is not a problem. I said, but is anyone from him on these? You know, his gas on him, his Lindy, his Burton, his Miguel. He goes, no, it's it's all me and Villa Vallo. And I'm just like, that's amazing. You guys have created that whole sound, just two of you. And yeah, he's it's phenomenal. And, and I, 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 I think that when I hear the bass, I think I think Miguel is you know, Mish is definitely on those tracks. Yeah, he could well be. Um, I know Tim's not one to let too many secrets out of the bag. He likes to keep that um, art of mystery, which is absolutely fine. But um, yeah, we're, we're, it's like I say, it's great that you've decided to go down that path and you're inspired by, you know, Villo um, and what he did then. You know, to the point, I've seen it with your fans at the moment. You know, Villo Valo came up with the Heartgram 
you know, just a simple drawing on the back of a bus that many, many thousands of people got tattooed on their body. I've got one. I know plenty of other people got one. And now I'm seeing it with your logo, the Trident. People are starting to get their tattooed on. You know, how does that feel? Does that kind of feel a bit odd uh, in a cool way that you have people getting the heartgram, you know, and now people are getting the Trident? It's kind of crazy to me because I never thought, you know, I'd create something that people, you know, would get tattooed on their necks or 616 on their wrists or, you know, trident on their you know, middle fingers or whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think there's like 40 of them out there now. I, that's still that's a big number to be fair for you know I don't mean to be disrespectful here but for a band like six one six that are still finding their their path and still you know creating fans that's forty is still a lot of ta of trident tattoos out there um yeah and it's growing like every day like sometimes I'll I'll see this I'll see that and I'm like holy shit like. <laughs> when you walk, like when you're seeing these, you're walking down the street. Do you ever kind of have to like sort of sit and hide, going, "Don't let them spot me," because I made that. What you've got on your body there, I drew that. <laughs> well, how it happened is I kind of like drew it out. Mm -hmm. And um, same with the six one six. Like I drew it out, um, and then I just gave it to my buddy, and he made it look. Awesome, like, like you know, he photoshopped and all, all that stuff. You see how I put the little window in the, you know, middle of it, the trident. I have seen, yes, I have. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was like a way of me, because I used to be in the past band called Easy. You know, how does that feel? Does that kind of feel a bit? odd uh, in a cool way that you have people getting the heartgram you know and now people are getting the trolley it's kind of crazy to me because i never thought you know i'd create something that people you know would get tattooed on their necks or 616 on their wrists or you know trident on their you know, middle fingers or Whatever it may be. Mm -hmm. But uh, I think there's like 40 of them out there now. I, that's, still, that's a big number, to be fair. For, you know, I don't mean to be disrespectful here, but for a band like 616 that are still finding their, their path and still, you know, creating fans, that's 40 is still a lot of, ta of Trident tattoos out there. Um, yeah, and it's growing. Like, Every day, like sometimes I'll I'll see this, I'll see that, and I, I'm like, holy shit! Like, do you um, <laughs> when you walk like when you're seeing these, you're walking down the street. Do you ever kind of have to like sort of sit and hide, going, don't let them spot me because I made that. What you've got on your body there, I drew that. <laughs> yeah. Well, how it happened is I kind of, like, drew it out. Mm -hmm. And um, same with the 616. Like, um, I drew it out, and then I just gave it to my buddy. And he made it look awesome. Like, like you know, he photoshopped and all, all that stuff. And... Um, the 616 logo, and, um, you know, that was our logo at the time, was the Trident. So, the little windows, you know, in the 616 new logo, it, it's a way of kind of, like, looking through, how, how can I put it? Uh, kind of, like, looking through the past and also staying there. Okay, no, I, I see what, what you're getting at there. I like that. It's like, like you're saying, it's a way of 
looking at the past and closing the window because that's the past but this is also a representation of what's coming in the future yeah right exactly but also you know the trident is also still you know the symbol of the band mm-hmm. so yeah and 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 to be able to work with like gas lipstick you know bam margera um Lil Xan, you know, and doing all these things, I never thought I'd dream of. It's just like, holy shit. Like, I I, I did it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. We'll, we'll touch on Gas, actually, because I've asked you about John, I've asked you about Bam. So how did, you've got Gas Lipstick, who was in him for... 16 years you've got this legendary figure and how do you go to get how do you and gas get working together no how me and gas got working together it was it was pretty simple i mean it only took four days for him to be like hey man like like he was just like i got the offer to fucking you know drama on lady gaga shit but I wouldn't do it. And I was like, okay. And he was just like, but I'll drum on your stuff. You know? And I was just like blown away. I was just like, holy shit, man. Like, this is fucking brilliant. This, this, this is amazing. This is making all my dreams come alive. And, um, I'm speechless over it. When you got one of your idols, you know, drumming on your stuff, you're like, whoa. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree with you. I think the thing that I'm quickly learning with yourself here, Matt, is that you've, um, your luck has been incredible. And it's not luck that's just happened. You've worked for this, you know, with, whether it be the John Fry connection, whether it be reaching out to Tim Palmer, whether it be the Bam Margera or the Gas Lipstick, all these connections you've worked, you know, they just haven't sort of walked up to your door going, hey, we, we want to work with you. You've worked for them. And, you know, so, yeah, it's a dream, but it's a dream that you've worked for and it's come through. So, again, hats off to you. Well done for the, the hard work. It's That's incredible um, that all these dreams have just, they've, they've happened. Yeah, 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 and it's crazy because, like, yeah, all the dreams have happened so far. What's next? That's what I'm. That's what I'm wondering. The sky is the limit. <laughs> the sky yeah. is the limit. <laughs> exactly, the sky is the limit. You know, and I, I'm so thankful that gas, bam, you know. And Lil Xan, and Kyle Pereira, Cleopatra, Brian Pereira, and Cleopatra, all had the faith in me to basically be like, yeah, let's do this, you know? Yeah, well, I, I can't, you know, sort of... Um express you know your gratitude to them must be out of this world i think obviously we know what's happening next year um beyond that who knows i think for yourself just keep working hard which you will do keep dreaming i think the second you stop dreaming then obviously you don't know where it's going to go but keep dreaming keep working and like i say the sky's the limit man um we can't wait to see you guys over here next year um i'm excited Unfortunately, we've got to wait a little longer because it's not quite next year and we've still got the pandemic to get rid of yet and, and whatnot. But um, I can't wait. I can't do, wait. Do, do you realise how excited I'm ready to go over there and bring all the boys? It must be like Christmas every day of the week for you right now, waiting for Christmas every day of the week. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just like tapping my foot going... <laughs> come on let's roll come on let's roll you know 
is there anything that you you're looking for, you know you want to say to the uk fans is there anything that you want to be you know should they be ready what should they expect when you come over oh uh, yeah i'd actually well it's it's tough to say you know because of the corona mm-hmm. but um like so many fans and so many people have come to me no different than you to go I want to you know interview I yeah I want to do this I want to do that I want to you know and there's so many tattoos and there's so much like stuff going on and uh all I can say is basically thank you so goddamn much because if it wasn't for the fans and wasn't for gas lipstick and my dear friend Bam Margera, uh, you know, and Cleopatra, obviously, mm-hmm. I don't know what I'd do with all, you know, with all of them, you, you know, like without them. You know, so it's just you know, and I got my I got my boys, I got my own security guards. You know, Tony Wood. I got like um, <clears throat> my dear friend Chrissy. Uh, there's just so much, so many, so many names to name that it's just like holy shit, you know. Like I said, coming from a small town called, you know, Greenfield, Wisconsin, and now I'm making it? Okay. Okay, this is fucking rad. (laughs) (laughs) Well, like I've said, I've said this so many times, I can't wait. I know you can't wait. It's going to happen. Um... We've just got to sit tight. I want to thank you for your time for coming on the show. Um, it's been fantastic to actually get to sit down with you and do this. I've been wanting to do it for a while. Um, so thank you. Um, no, thank you, man. You know, putting me on, you know, your podcast. And uh, like, this is, this is fucking beautiful. Not a problem. Absolutely not a problem. We've, we've obviously got the albums to look forward to. We've got the tour. Until then... We've just got to be patient, and it's going to happen. So, uh, once again, I thank you. Yeah, man. Until the next time, I'll, I'll catch you soon. And when we know the dates, we'll get you back on so we can do a bit of a promotion towards the dates. All right. Yeah. Can I give one last thanks? Of course you can. Go for it. Okay. Thank you, Bam Margera. Thank you, Gas Lipstick. Thank you, Villa Vowel. Thank you, Nikki Margera. Thank you, Phoenix. Margera. Uh, thank you, Booth. Uh, we 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 really didn't talk about Booth too much, but um, thank you, Booth Clark. Uh, her name is actually Ruth Clark, but we all call her Booth. Uh, thank you to Brady. Thank you to Scott Hearn. Thank you to basically everyone who supports 616. And um, and obviously, my number one thanks is my dad, Phil Lindley. I, I, I agree. Uh, yeah, there's, thank you to all those people for supporting you. And of course, to, to your dad um, for, his, for his support. I know he's a big supporter of yours. That's awesome, man. Um, I can't can't thank you enough. So until next time, bye bye for now, I guess. All right, man. Let's wrap it up and thank you to you. Not a problem, uh, dude. Yeah, yeah. For you know, putting me on the podcast, dude. Hell yeah. Not a problem, man. All right. Much love, man. And to you, dude. Take care. All right. You as well. Bye. Bye. Okay, everyone, so that was Matthew Libwin from the band 616. If you um, liked what you're hearing from 616, go ahead and check them out. Their social media links will be in our Facebook post 
page sorry on setting the tone um, as always thank you for tuning in today's episode it means the absolute world to us and support um, if you haven't done so already, please can I ask you to blow the hell out of the subscribe button through whatever means you're listening to the show, whether that be through Spotify, Apple, Amazon, um, Podbean, whatever. Please, um, if you haven't done so already, hit that subscribe button. And thank you um, for those that have, because that means you're up to keep up to date with future episodes, and it also means you can check out previous episodes. Can I ask you to like our Facebook page, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Your support means the absolute world. Until next time, guys, take care. Bye-bye for now. Thank you.